have a philosophy. And it doesn't actually matter which philosophy you follow, just have a philosophy. Welcome to the Protrusive Dental Podcast, the forward-thinking podcast for dental professionals. Join us as we discuss hot topics in dentistry, clinical tips, continuing education, and adding value to your life and career with your host, Jazz Gulati. So welcome to Interference Cast. This is one of my sort of podcast episodes where I disrupt in the middle of the flow of having guests and I just ramble on about important things or things that I think are important anyway and I hope you gain value from these. So this episode or this Interference Cast is all about protocols and philosophies. Three really cool people I've learned from and they've all had the same message, the same key theme and I want to share that with you guys. And that is from three different awesome clinicians who've helped me in my career. It's all about having protocols and philosophies, so let's dive in. The first person was Professor Nicholas Martin from Sheffield. He was one of my uh, restorative consultants. He was one of the academic leads at the university. And he's the one who really planted the seed in my head. He basically taught me that with every procedure you do, you need to have a protocol. And that's how you make procedures predictable. If you don't have a protocol, then you do things based on your mood or your nurse's mood, and your results will be inconsistent, and you'll never be able to pinpoint what goes well and what could be improved. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't change your protocols and you can't try different techniques, but it's important to sort of make things consistent so that you can pinpoint what is it in your practice that is being successful and what is it that's causing, let's say, post-operative sensitivity or uh, pain or any sort of restoration fractures, or wherever it might be. It's like, it's like you're self-auditing, right? So if you, if you keep changing and chopping, uh, one day you'll etch for five seconds, the other day you'll etch 45 seconds, there's no consistency, you'll never know what actually works. So it's important to have protocols in place. Um, have them laminated somewhere. Let your nurses know so that they know exactly. You know, you know sometimes when you're etching and then a nurse sort of leans over with the suction and it's only been seven seconds, whereas on a, on a different day, you know, the nurse will wait half, you know, 45 seconds until uh, he or she leans over for, your, for, 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 for the etch. And if you're led by your nurse before you sort of wash, then that's, that's not dentistry. Um, you need to have a protocol in place. You need to have a timers in place so that you and the nurse both know how long you're etching for. That's just an example. So that's the first person who taught me about the importance of protocols. So fast forward some years later when I'd qualified and uh, Dentinal Tubules website was in its early days and it had a forum which was very active. It's now evolved and it's way past that. It's way bigger and better than, than a forum. Tubules is uh, just a movement and experience itself. So a dentist who I really look up to is Rajiv Ruwala. He was posting a fair bit on the forum and he actually posts a lot on, on, on Facebook. He won't mind me saying uh, on, on the dental groups. Uh, and I gain, I always gain, you know, I look out for his post because... You know, I respect what he has to say. He always has good, valuable input. So in his posts on the Dentalm Tubules forums, I was sort of scrolling down and a question that he'd asked a few times is, what is your protocol? What's your protocol for this? And I really liked the way he thought his throat process was. Uh, he sort of echoed what Professor Martin taught me as well at dental school. Uh, and really, you know, I, when I left dental school, I thought, okay, no one really does that in the real world. No one uses rubber dam. No one does it the way that he, you know, the Prof Martin explained it. But then I, then I met Rajiv and uh, I had a pleasure of shadowing him a few years later, visit his practice, uh, and it was just very 
inspirational. I, I loved how he'd streamlined his protocols and his, his nurses were really well trained. Are you enjoying the Protrusive Dental Podcast? Well, allow me to deliver you even more value. You can now download the iOS or Play Store app for free. Just search Protrusive on your app platform. Now, if you're a true Protrusive and you want to support the podcast, you want to claim CPD for all the listening and watching that you do, you want to get access to exclusive clinical walkthrough videos to make dentistry tangible, as well as a premium newsletter, access to the Protrusive Vault, and the ability to download all the clinical videos and podcast videos so you can view them offline later, you can get all of that for less than 15 tax-deductible dollars per month. So what are you waiting for? Download the Protrusive app now on iOS or Android for absolutely nothing. We work so hard on this Protrusive team and I know you're just going to love it. Now back to the main episode. And I've since learned the importance of following checklists and the correct training of your, of your team to maximize your results. So thank you, Rajiv, for echoing that. And so finally, the third time I received a really powerful message with protocols and philosophies was in Singapore. So as some of you may know, I spent a few years working and practicing in Singapore, which was just an amazing experience. If you want to learn more about that, that's episode one of the Protrusive Dental Podcast. I arranged to shadow probably the best known dentist in Singapore. That's Dr. Jerry Lim. Check out some of his work on, online. Just Google Dr. Jerry Lim. He had such a beautiful practice, very advanced, all the toys you could wish for. I sat down with him to pick his brain. You know, I was, I was almost starstruck, because like, I've seen him lecture a few times in Singapore now. He's very, very kind to allow me to go and shadow him. And just, wow, I mean, his clinic was just probably the most beautiful clinic I've ever been to. It's like a, a, a tall building, an orchard road, which is like the main, like equivalent, let's say, Oxford Street uh, of Singapore. Uh, beautiful establishment. So what he, um, so when I was picking his brain, I, I asked him, okay, you know, um, which ortho system should I use? And uh, which occlusion uh, philosophy should I learn? And, you know, that sort of question when you're a young dentist, you're asking away, was still very much into occlusion then and even more so now. Uh, and what he told me was brilliant. He said, Jazz, listen, have a philosophy. And it doesn't actually matter which philosophy you follow. Just have a philosophy. It doesn't matter if it's Coist, Dawson, Panky. God damn it, it doesn't matter if it's neuromuscular, dare I say it. He taught me to immerse yourself in a topic and don't go half-assed. Go all in. So he said, Jazz, it really doesn't matter. But whatever you do, go all in. And it doesn't matter which philosophy you have. Just have a philosophy. So that's a really important lesson right there is actually if you're, if you're sort of picking and, and, and choosing different parts of different philosophies. That's cool as well. That's what, what I've done at the moment. But the thing is, I've adapted that as my own occlusal philosophy. So if you ask me, what is your occlusal philosophy? I could probably sit down with you and explain in five minutes exactly what my occlusal philosophies are. So have a philosophy. Don't just make things random. It's, it's, you know, it's the same theme as having protocols and being consistent and being predictable. So it just means that you have to, for example, let's say you're using a new resin cement. But actually, you have to read the instructions for use. I mean, how many of us are guilty of using products and we've never read the DFUs? Or you just follow what the nurse tells you to do? That's not how it should be. That's dangerous. I, I certainly make it, make it a habit. So every time I encounter a new product or a trade show, I, 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 it's boring as hell, but you actually gain the proper way to do things. Uh, and that's very important in improving your predictability. So uh, go all in with everything you do, including having philosophies on, on, on different subjects, philosophies on materials, uh, and that should be well informed by the DFUs, for example. So going all in also means that you don't just settle for one opinion or one weekend course. We owe it to our patients to have in-depth knowledge and clinical confidence in what we're doing.
So thank you for listening to my interference cast. Hope you hope you enjoyed that. Thank you to all those three dentists, Prof Nicholas Martin, Rajiv Rawala, and Dr. Jerry Lim for influencing me in a really positive way and for, for getting those points across to me, which I'm sharing with you all now. Uh, join me for the next few episodes. Thank you for listening.